Hello and welcome to Patty's Got Your Six podcast. I'm Patty, along with my wife, and my commanding officer, Kathy. <laughs> Hello. Hi, today's guest is an outstanding human being. Uh, Tom J. Day is a distinguished biography of Marquis Who's Who, as in Marquis Who's Who biographical volumes. Individuals profiled are chosen from among a pool of the most prominent professionals and are selected on the basis of current reference value. Factors such as position, noteworthy accomplishments, visibility, and prominence in the field are all taken into account during the selection process. And Tom J. Day is the founder of Bugles Across America. Welcome aboard, Tom. Thank you very much. Good to be here. So tell us a little bit about Bugles Across America. Well, uh, basically, we started about 22 years ago, uh, and I got the idea when I was doing a funeral at Fort Sheridan, Illinois, um, a big Army base there, right. and they have a cemetery right next door, and some of the Army guys came up to me and said, Tom, look what we got. And uh, and I, I said, well, well, what is it? And they, they brought a big thing that kind of looked like a bugle. And uh, they said, this is what we do now. Um, we take a little thing and we put it in the front of the horn. And then when we're ready, we hit the button. And uh, in the manual, it says, puff up your cheeks and pretend you're playing. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's sad. so that's sad. I thought, well, it's really something. And, uh, of course, they asked me, what do you think? And I said, well, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and if it ever came to uh, fruition, um, which it just did, uh, I'm going to organize and try and find buglers, as many as I can, and uh, we're going to try and do them live, real taps, real horns. So somehow the um, Wall Street Journal got a hold of that and put me on the front page. And then uh, Chris Wallace from Fox TV, he saw it. He called me and he said, I want to fly it to New York. So I went to New York and he sat it on his show from 2000 all the way to 2021. So uh, he's moving around too. But um with that, in those peri that period of time, we got 5,120 uh, new members from all ages, men, so. women. And uh, Chris said, you know, how many funerals have you done? So we looked it up in, in the, um, the books there. About 100,122. Wow. All across America. And, um, and, and of course, uh, a lot of outfits, they thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely. And, uh, so in 1999, U.S. Congress passed legislation that gave military veterans the right to have taps played at their funerals. Now, was, Correct. Was that a stepping stone for you, or 
Probably oh, one yeah. of the best things well, I ever did. I thought it was great because actually I've been doing funerals and, and friends of mine have as well. I started when I was in a small drum and bugle corps in the Chicago area and uh, run by veterans. So um, why not use the kids that are playing taps or playing and competing in drum and bugle corps to play taps? Mm -hmm. So uh, it was a natural. Wow. And how's the program going today? You've been doing it 21 years? Yes, and that's how we accumulated the 121,000 funerals that we've done. Now, this program is across America, is that correct? Uh, it's, it's all across America, and once I was talking to a, uh, a young fellow from uh, France who came from America, and what he has done, because I was doing this, he went over to the big French cemetery where so many Americans are buried. And when families come from America, they see him, and he plays taps for them free over there. So I I thought that was kind of cool. Outstanding. And then how cool is this? On behalf of the U.S. Army, you were personally gifted a trumpet that was played at the funeral of former President William McKinley. And you've also yes. gotten uh, numerous awards, Congressional Gold Medal, goes on and on and on. That must be incredible. Played at President McKinley's funeral. Well, um, and also I was, uh, we, I helped open up the largest new veteran cemetery south of Chicago in Waukegan, and uh, not Waukegan, just further south in Chicago. And that was about five years ago. And at that time, um, I was asked to be President Obama's bodyguard. So that was kind of good. And he kept in touch even after he got done being president. And uh, it's kind of cool. So, uh, and then one time when I lived in California for about six uh, years, a guy calls me and he says, Tom, uh, I, I want to run for governor. Can you help me? And uh, sure. And so um, I helped Ronald Reagan become governor of California. And then he calls me again. And at that time, I was working for a small loan company in Glendale. And he says, I will buy you a house if you move up here with a crew, take over a savings and loan, because as a governor, I can't see it go down the drain. So I moved up north, took over the savings and loan and saved it. And uh, it was great. And then I decided, well, uh, Baird and Warner wanted me back in Chicago. So I moved back here. Wow. Holy God. <laughs> wow, I take it you like Ronald Reagan a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a little card, uh, one of his business cards, and it says, Tom, thanks. And, and I have that in my windshield <laughs> on my car. 
There you go. Well, right pretty close to my um, just a little sign that says Paris Island uh, Marine Boot Camp. Now, what was your connection to Paris Island? Well, uh, in 1957, I was uh, a senior at Taft High School in Chicago, yep. and my brother called because it was November 10th, and, he, and that was my oldest brother, and he was stationed at Glenview Naval Air Station just outside of Chicago. Yes. And he says, Tom, it's the Marine Corps birthday. Get dad and come out and, and uh, see what's happening here. So I got my dad, and uh, we went out to Glenview, we were running a CAP unit there, Civil Air Patrol. And uh, my brother says, you know, uh, if you uh, want to uh, join now, you, you'd be the youngest Marine, and you could cut the cake with, cake with the general. <laughs> I said, I love cake. Sign me up. <laughs> the right so, place at the right, right time. Yeah, so that was when I joined the Marine Corps, 10 uh, November 19, uh, what did I say that? It was uh, 57. 57. And then graduated from Taft, and uh, the next day after graduation, I was on a train to Paris Island. And uh, when I got there, um, they were looking over my records, and they said, you got... You took platoons in Civil Air Patrol, and and your father was one of the founders of that in Chicago. I said, yeah. And he said, it says here you have four years of Army ROTC, and you took the drill team to the city championship. Is that true? Yeah. And he said, well, you're in charge now of platoon 277. <laughs> so on the weekend, we had two uh, weak uh, guys who were uh, DIs, and they came up to me and they says, look, Tom, here's my campaign cover and uh, my side belt and, and, and everything. M my buddy and I, who are running the platoon for the weekend, we have to go to Yamasee to, to go to Catholic training because we want to marry two Catholic girls, and they, won't, they can't get married unless we do that. So you take care of the platoon over the weekend, and it would be great. So <laughs> they went up to, to do their thing, and I took the platoon out and uh, taught them how to uh, make it look terrific when they were marching and, and uh, maneuvering and everything like that. And, and it, it was terrific. I had a great time at Paris Island, and I don't think you'll find a lot of guys would say the same thing. And I'm one of those. I went to boot camp in Paris Island, and oh, I still have a fear of sand fleas, i tell you that much. That's <laughs> uh, a different place. So you're, so in a, you're in the Navy also, is that correct? Yes, I did eight in the Corps and four in the Navy Reserves out at Glenview Naval Air Station. Because oh. uh, they, they needed somebody, again, to teach marching and... Uh, uh, things of that nature, and then you have an admiral's uh, inspection every year, and uh, I knew how to line up all the troops, and number them, and make sure that it looked great, and do all that kind of stuff. That's outstanding. So, so 
Um, while we got you, I have a couple of questions about taps. Now, a lot of people think it's a song, but it, it officially is not. Um, it's a signal uh, and used in battle originally. Is that correct? Well, yes, it was in the Civil War, uh, 1865, in, in, in that general area. And then uh, at one time, uh, one of the buglers was... Uh, he had some information, and he was practicing taps. And a general uh, was with him and said, let's do this at all the burials that we can do it at. And even if you're playing outside and the enemy might just say, you know, that, that is really something, and give you the opportunity to do the burial without, you know, ducking for fire or, or doing things like that. So that's how it did get started. And uh, uh, a wonderful 24 notes. Yes, it is. And it's has to be the most moving thing you ever want to hear. Um, I was fortunate enough to hear it on a Friday night at the Marine Corps headquarters in Quantico, Virginia. And it's... Oh, you, you get really moved by it. It's just outstanding. And every veteran oh, I've yeah. talked to know you, and they they can't stop speaking so highly of you and what you do for all the veterans out there. Well, uh, 121,000 families are, are happy that they got TAPS live for their family member. So that that in itself pays me and makes me feel great that we could do that for them. Unbelievable. Wow. And you have a museum also, and I believe it's in uh, Berwyn, Illinois? Right. Yeah, we, we uh, lived here for about 25 years, my wife and my daughter and myself, and that became available. So uh, the, the folks that were there the strange group, and then they moved out. And uh, I said, you know, I, I'd like to get this. I'm going to find out how much they're looking for. Uh, so they, they gave me a good price. And uh, I said, and my wife uh, agreed, uh, it's going to be the first Bugle Museum. Hmm. So that for 20 years now, we've had people call and, and come through and there's uh, two bedrooms upstairs, full bath and everything, and they could stay overnight and look at a couple of hundred trumpets that are on the first floor and, uh, you know, different items that I've picked up uh, at different stations uh, along the way. And uh, it's a great place. That, that it is. And you do training if you want to learn how to play the bugle. Is that correct? At the museum? or Right. Exactly. And uh, people have donated horns. And so my new members, if uh, they want to try it but can't afford a horn, I will borrow them a, a horn. And uh, I, I think the name has gotten up because uh, I, it was a weird experience. I had 
I was looking, I was in my living room, and I hear these knocks on the front door. And uh, I opened the door, and there was a lady there, couldn't speak English. She was saying, Hep, Hep. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I said, where are you at? Show me. So we both ran down about four or five houses, and I turned in the driveway where the doorway was, and I opened it, and there was 12 people in another room, and the front room was on fire. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. And I pulled them all out, and uh, they became my great friends, and uh, uh, it, it was just it was amazing. And uh, their whole family was from Vietnam. Holy cow. That's, oh, boy. Yeah, so they they come by, and just this weekend, one of the guys, a younger fella, says, may, may I see what you have in there, in the building next door? And uh, I showed him, and he said, could I have something from Tom Day, like one of these bugles? And I said, go ahead, pick one out. And... Uh, I could hear them yelling to people on on the, the sidewalk. I got a, a, a treasure from Tom Day, and uh, I just thought, well, that's cool, you know. Yeah, that's nice. And uh, <laughs> they they gave me credit for saving nine Vietnamese lives. Wow, yeah, outstanding. So, is the program still going in the high schools around Chicago? Well, it, it is, and. Uh, to the best of our ability, we give um, a $1,000 check to the highest female cadet in ROTC and male cadet when they have their uh, summer, the year-end program, and uh, for a long time, up until all the, the craziness that is going on in Chicago, yes. I would run the Memorial Day Parade. But uh, now it's 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 kind of kind of crazy. I don't know if you're you know up to date on Chicago and and the killings and uh, and everything that's going on. Not not only here but throughout America. Yeah. It just it's hard sad. to believe Scary and sad. what is, is going on. Yep. It, it is, Tom. All right. So your museum is at eighteen twenty four Collier Avenue in Berwyn, Illinois. 1818 Tyler Avenue. 18. My house is 1844. All right, we want to go to 1818. <laughs> Sorry about that. No trick-or-treaters this yeah. year, by the way. Uh, and your hours of operation? Well, if they call me, uh, we'll, we'll set up a, a time, and then I like to, to bring them over there. I, I You know, once I know who it is and everything like that, mm -hmm. there's over 150 uh Trumpets, uh, a combination of bugles, trumpets, and, and coronets, what we would generally, you know, use for taps. Okay, great. So we can uh, post your website uh, on our podcast website and uh, see if we can get you some more uh, buglers for you there. Yeah, let's confirm the website. Sure. Can you tell us that website Where there? Where do you want to send yeah. people? Uh, our website, buglesacrossamerica.org. And people can donate to your cause also, is that correct? Oh, yeah. They can 
to bring up the website, and then if they have a question or if they uh, want to use, you know, one of our buglers, mm-hmm. uh, they just go to, uh, you know, use a bugler. And the form will fold down, and they fill it out. And once a person fills that, that out with all the, the facts, where the, the uh, burial will be and the date, time, and everything like that, then they, you know, we, through our uh, mechanics of our terminal, we find every horn player within a 125-mile radius of where the funeral is. And they get the request. And then the families at the bottom of the request comment. They can comment as to, uh, we talked to Tom Day, and uh, we we hope that we can get a a horn player so we don't have to hear a recording. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how it all became uh, effective. And a hundred and... Uh, yeah, I see 100,000 and another 122 uh, is the number of funerals we have done. It's amazing. That it is. And, Tom, I got a question for you. With your permission, I have a lot of friends that are bagpipers, and they do a lot of uh, funerals. And I want to put you guys together and see if we can't teach a couple of these uh, pipers how to how to play the horn. Well, uh A lot of pipers, the the Chicago Police and Fire Departments both have uh, uh, bagpipe, uh, you know, units themselves. And uh, they always come up and say, hey, Tom, you know, why don't you make your color guard march with us? And uh, uh, it's it's really an honor. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, And I eat. Have a kilt myself. That's beautiful. Uh, As a veteran and everybody else I talk to, we thank you so much for what you do, Tom. And it's it's amazing, and it makes the world a difference to the family. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, thank you so much for your time and what you're doing. And let's see if we can get you some more uh, trumpet players. Sounds great, and and thank you for. uh, I'm honored just because you picked me and. Uh, definitely could, you know, use the word so that we can get more families to have a real horn player as opposed to a recording. Amen, and that's what we're going to do. Again, thank you, Tom Day, Buglers Across America. We'll post everything on our uh, website, and let's get them some more uh, players there. Thank All you. right. Thank Thanks you, Tom. Again. Take care. Great weekend. You too.